So, Chad, we both want to go VIP. If our fans out there want to go for that VIP ticket and make sure they get the best experience possible, how much is that going to be on the Connecticut show? So there's a Kalisto meet and greet, which you get to meet him and you get a front row. That's 50. There's a front row for 30. And there's also a VIP white glove upgrade, which is a picture in the ring with our ring announcer and one standalone roster talent, which is 35. So we have all different prices. And then we go down to a $20 GA as well. So, again, there's something for everybody as far as the price structure goes. The Pro Wrestling Bowl. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille. It's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the numbers 82 Designs. 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, Go to four82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's light years better than our first one. Also, it divides the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. All right, everybody. It's the Working Fans Podcast with the man they call Dave. One of my co-hosts, as always, AJ Strangebrew. And we got Chad Minnis on the show today. And he's got a bunch of stuff coming up. One of them, Standalone Wrestling. It's going to be coming to our area, Norwich, Connecticut. But he's got other events, too, that he's going to promote. Let's just start off with chad you're a busy guy welcome to the show man thanks so much for having me it's an honor to be on here definitely looking forward to debuting in connecticut and coming up to your neighborhood it's our first time up there you know we're a new jersey-based promotion we just started in VA this year and the connecticut thing just happened to line up and we're excited to come up there too awesome now what got you into promoting wrestling so years ago i watched wrestling like everybody else who's involved my first match i ever saw was andre the giant versus hulk hogan with the amazing slam and from there i was hooked and after the stone cold rock era i actually stopped watching altogether you know i just totally Mm -hmm. got bored of it and tired of it and you know whether i grew up or you know just tired of you know the storylines i just was was done with it for a little while and then my son my first son he's 12 now his name is carter uh, i was potty training him and uh, he just had an attraction to my uh, autographed wrestling figures from for some reason and i would give him one every time he went to the bathroom and then it became like you know i wound up giving him five six seven and you know that worked out well 
Never watched wrestling yet. One night, I just randomly was flicking through the channels and put on Monday Night Raw, and his eyes got all big, and he started, he like was hooked like I was when I saw the Hogan Andre the Giant spot. And from there, I took him to a live show, which was PWS, WrestlePro at the time. And I'm an entrepreneur at heart myself. You know, I own a, several businesses from my, I have a cannabis convention, a food truck festival, you know, comedy shows, and then I own a new construction cleaning business also. So I'm always involved in, you know, different things. So I got involved on the vending end with WrestlePro. And this is when they converted from PWS to WrestlePro at the time. And WrestlePro right away was super, super hot. Brought in Ric Flair and Cody Rhodes for one of the first shows. And, you know, it all just grew from there, you know. And I've had many, like any other relationships in life, I've had many where we've broken up and moved on. So I went from WrestlePro to SWF, who I still work with now. And then I started standalone wrestling with preacher Phineas James from CZW. And then I've moved on to launch one of the biggest East Coast ring rental operations. I've worked behind the scenes for ICW and GCW, going to uh, Dallas for the collective, you know, next Tuesday I leave for the for, for WrestleMania week. So start again, just, you know, started small from vending and, you know, grew into like all aspects of uh, pro wrestling, including, you know, even at MLW in Philadelphia, I help book extras and in New York and stuff like that. So, you know, very blessed in pro wrestling. Chad, first and foremost, most, I just wanted to say thanks for doing the independent wrestling. I wrestled in a time period years ago when there wasn't the independent wrestling like it is now. A lot of it was very carny like, whereas to see what you've developed with your promotions and to see you really helping grow, using giving the place for young talent to work, giving a place for veterans to actually come and still work. I just wanted to say thank you, first of all, for that. What's it been like to work? as an independent promoter and to try to expand? Has, has it been easy to expand? Has it been challenging? So, yeah, very challenging, of course. You know, in, in my area that, that I'm working in, number one in New Jersey, it's so oversaturated with pro wrestling. You know, you're talking on any, you know, there's only four Saturdays in a month. So on those four Saturdays, there's like 67 to 70 something promotions that are running. So we run into the issue of, you know, you're dividing the talent, you're dividing the fans, lower gates, which makes it a struggle to, I like to pay, you know, the workers a, a fair rate. You know, so if you want to have a small gate and, and do that, the profit margins are so small or if the show is even profitable at all. You know, so that's one struggle. And then, you know, into PA, you know, we're dealing with the commissions and you have to have a doctor. So the expenses are so, so high. So, you know, that's two, that's two balances right there of, you know, very different structures of the business. And uh, as we look forward to Connecticut, you know, we're not dealing with a commission. Historically, though, prices on tickets are very, very low in Connecticut from shows I've seen and not very big budget shows, which is, we, this is a very big budget show that we're bringing in. And it's very different because like NEW who runs up there, those are paid shows, you know, where a, a fundraiser will actually pay for the show and sponsors will come in and cover costs. You know, this show's been done out pocket huge risk to bring something like this to, to the market so uh, of course you know we're promotion normally in connecticut will charge ten dollars i'm forced to charge like a thirty dollar twenty five dollar ticket 
please upgrade for the VIP ticket and those kind of perks. So, you know, as I just explained, in each state and each territory that we're in, it's it, the business structure is very, very different. So it is very challenging. Well, Chad, we both want to go VIP. If our fans out there want to go for that VIP ticket and make sure they get the best experience possible, how much is that going to be on the Connecticut show? So there's a Kalisto meet and greet, which you get to meet him and you get a front row. That's 50. There's a front row for 30. And there's also a VIP white glove upgrade, which is a picture in in the ring with our ring announcer and one standalone roster account which is 35 so we have all different prices and then we go down to a 20 dollar ga as well so again there's something for everybody as far as the price structure goes well to be honest with you chad you know we're all wrestling fans we all grew up we have those childhood memories for what you're talking about and having an opportunity to give a child a memory have a memory yourself i don't think those prices are too high or unreasonable at all i think they're great prices so thank you for that no problem yeah and, uh, the show will have you know the show too we have a deal with IWTV. So, you know, if you're in attendance in the show, you're going to be able to see that show for the rest of your life on IWTV. You know, that. so that, again, you're talking about memories. That's something that you'll have forever. Yeah, and you can't put a price tag on that. You have a lot of unique, like, not just the talent in the show, but like some of the names. I'm looking at this poster. I see Davey Richards. I see TJ Perkins. Independent names. Guys have been in WWE or been exposed. Marco Stunt, AEW. But you also have guys like Bob Backlund, who's going to be there. A legend from like, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s. So what I guess, and it doesn't even have to be this card in order. What goes into the mindset of like, okay, we're looking for somebody in specific markets, maybe? So my philosophy for booking wrestling shows is, again, to provide something for every audience, you know? So we, so I like to book some old school legends. I like to book, you know, guys who were just released from WWE or AEW who are still hot. Add some comedy in there, some female wrestling. You know, I really, really, really want to pro- provide a product with something, you know, if a whole family comes there's something for everybody. And I do the same thing with my cannabis events too, you know? So if you're a cannabis user, you know, we have events for people like that, but at my cannabis events, I also run uh, pro wrestling shows and I run comedy and I run family events as well there, you know, whether it's a petting zoo or things like that. So again, if you bring a family of six or seven people, there's going to be something for every, absolutely every single person to do. And that's the same thing I do with wrestling. You know, if you, you want a funny, if you want some funny spots, if you want to laugh, you know, the, the person who's in that family that likes the comedy stuff is going to like that. If you want to see John Wayne Murdoch and like some hardcore spots and you're into that type of thing, you're going to get that. You know, if you want to see women's wrestling, you're going to get some of that. You know, so a, a great mixture of, you know, seven to nine matches per show to give a value for everybody and then to also give them something that they want to come back and see again. Well, you're actually talking about a lot of things that are close to our heart. First, Dave loves a good value. Producer Joe loves a great cannabis show. And then myself, <laughs> I actually have wrestled and do stand-up comedy. So you're oh, literally amazing. hitting all of our sweet spots all in one show so that's fantastic yeah you kind of i think if what i heard some of the veteran promoters and executive guys like eric bischoff would always say you want a buffet right yeah absolutely yeah now you're hitting now you're hitting my wife's sweet spots she loves a good buffet (laughs) yeah oh that's that's different never mind yeah that's just the same thing with my booking philosophy too is how we're talking about connecticut and pa and stuff like that i want to go back to that old school mentality of the circus you know i want the show to be special when we come to town so when we come to norwich once a year or twice a year they're like oh my god we can't miss this and then when we go back to Schuylkill Haven, PA, they're like, oh, my God, we have to see this. And then we go to Atlantic City, they're like, oh, my God, we have to see this. You know, standalone and pro wrestling after dark is here. They're only here once or twice a year. Absolutely. And you were talking about before, I think we got up, you're about to like, okay, because of another event you got, it's like hanging up posters, hanging up banners and stuff like that. Let people know you're coming. It's like that circus. You want people to know you're coming to town, basically. Yeah, uh, some 
some promoters are have totally abandoned you know the street work and they believe that only social media is needed but there's a whole there's a whole segment of a fan base that doesn't use social media or doesn't follow you on social media that you still have to educate to this kind of right. stuff and yeah. if, if you're if you're the grandparent that wants to bring their grandchildren to somewhere and they see the flyer in the sub shop that we just went to or the pizzeria they're like oh my god the grandkids might like this you know so then you go from the one person who might have seen it online to a whole family that's going to come because they saw the flyer on the window and we do we get phone calls you know swf is a product that i help produce for and they just had a whole birthday party that almost sold out the entire front row because the gentleman saw the flyer in the window. The f- fact of the matter is, Billy or Sally might not see it on social media because mom and dad don't let them on there. But you go out to a pizza shop and Billy all of a sudden says, oh my God, pro wrestling is coming to town. And he's like, daddy, daddy, can we please go? Mm-hmm. You're much more likely to get that whole family. Goes to that buffet factor again. Have that variety, how you're going to promote. Put your hands in there. Yeah. Right. So... What I'm interested too is uh, you said you had another show coming up too. Where is that and what are some of the people maybe appearing on that show? Yeah, so our next one is my first full deathmatch show. I've done death matches in some of my shows before. One of our biggest ones was Cicada versus Brandon Kirk, which on Brandon Kirk's YouTube, it has over a million views already. You know, one of my most proud matches that I've produced. But this one is based on John Wayne Murdoch, who last year was voted number one pro wrestler in the world by IWTV. And he's also the pro wrestling after dark champion so we're actually theming this whole show around him like he's hosting it which is you know a a new new way to promote shows too is you know basing the show around a talent or a theme you know so it's not just your ordinary wrestling show again so this one is called violence for the sake of and it's gonna be four women and four men in a tournament format and the men and the women will compete against each other in death matches and then the last two remaining one man and one female will go work in an intergender death match for the finals very nice man i love the variety of these promotions that's awesome when you're coming up with ideas do you talk to like do you have people in the business or other promoters you talk to or how what's the creative process like that for yeah so myself i had i'm, I'm kind of controversial which you'll see on, on facebook if you follow me and stuff like that i have promoters that i don't get along with and i'm highly outspoken about the business what's good and what's bad and you know uh, people's opinions you know, offend people nowadays, you know, so it's, right. it's kind of rough. But then I have a great list of promoters that I work very close with and who have guided me over the years. And like, again, I started working with GCW again, Brett Lauderdale. And I just came back from Atlanta last weekend. They had a huge show. They de- debuted at Center Stage, which is, right. was the old WCW venue. And I told them, dude, anything I could learn, anything, anything I could help with, you know, just I, I want to understand more, you know, because in any business, you know, but I clean toilets as a real job, you know, I'm a toilet cleaner, Constru- well, construction cleaning, but you, you always learn something on the, on the job. You know, the, the other events that I run, you're always learning some something. So to get feedback from other promoters and learn from them, I work really good with this group, PPW in uh, Pennsylvania, 1CW in Delaware, Lucha promoters I deal with in New Jersey. I probably have ring rentals with probably 12 to 15 companies. And each one of those, when I go to the shows, we have a, a fabulous relationship. And you'll see when, when you follow me on social media, you'll see I share the other promoter stuff too, because I'm not afraid to have competition. And I want to see the boys and girls do well. And I want to see the, the audiences have choices of different products as well. So yeah. I, I've seen your stuff on social media, and I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I like the okay. fact that you are blatantly honest with people. 
You don't have a filter. If people are the drizzling shits, you share that with people to let them know that the promoter's an asshole. But you mm-hmm. also don't hold back about good shows and good promoters. And you're helping to grow the product. Because when people go out to see good promoters, they come back. If yeah. people are going out to see these frauds and these bad promoters, then they get that taste in their mouth and it keeps them from coming to the good shows. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, so pro wrestling definitely isn't something that I do to get rich or to make a quick buck. You know, I love I love investing in talents and people and products and other promoters as well. I just shared this story yesterday. You know, you saw the Notorious Mimi just got signed by WWE yesterday. Mimi's a girl who we had at, I did a tryout camp. You know, at the end of the day, after I, you know, I fed everybody, char- I think I charged $35 for the admission, like an eight-hour day. You know, after all costs and everything like that, I think I w- walked away with $75 for the day, where in my business, I make well beyond that. So I spent the whole day for $75. All these talents came, and Mimi was one of the girls that w- was a standout. And uh, from there, Titan Championship Wrestling, TCW, was at the camp too. And they booked her and she became their champion and started to get used, you know, all over the state and then all over the country and then bots on AEW and you know now you see her signed and you know that's something that's amazing to me another one of my guys who I used to use all the time was John Cruz I used to fly him up from Florida oh, yeah. before anybody started using him up here and he's on AEW every single week now you know and I like just being able to take those chances on people and when, when you see when you see things that maybe other people don't see and just give those opportunities. Yeah, it feels great to know that you're a link in someone's chain when you look back at how they got to where they are. Even if we're just a small link in the chain, it just yeah. feels amazing to know you're a part of it. Yeah, and my my absolute weakness in pro wrestling is the in-ring work. You know, I'm, I'm the behind-the-scenes guy. I'm more of a story guy. I'm more of a get the word out about the promotions and the talents and, you know, producing the shows. But I always make sure that I have people at my shows that are capable of handling, you know, like the last show in Schuylkillhaven that I did, Brandon Kirk, he's a trainer at H2O. I had him run the locker room. If you need questions on the matches and you need help with that, on that aspect, you know, he's there. My champion, Sean Donovan, who's been on AEW Impact, WWE, you know, a little bit of everything, an old school vet. You know, I just make sure he's always available at the shows. Hey, listen, you know, the younger guys, when we put the matches together, you know, this is what I'm looking for as a promoter. But then if you have any questions in the ring, this is the guy to go to, you know. So at the same time that I see people's strengths and weaknesses, I also enable to evaluate mine as well. How important is that not only as a promoter, but an entrepreneur, any kind of venture is to get the right team together and put the right people in the right places. It seems like that's one of the most crucial things you can do. Yeah, you know, and, and again, that's something that you, know, you see me be critical about online too is, you know, some promoters just book shows because they want to book themselves. Some promoters run shows because they want to book their friends. Some promoters run shows and they think they can handle everything. You know, they, they're not evaluating themselves and their strengths and their weaknesses and, and building teams, you know, and, and uh, yeah, that is definitely important in every aspect of every single business that I'm involved in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I guess one of the other things too, passion, right? Like you said, you're not going to make necessarily a ton of money on this. If you can go away and get away with some money on this, awesome. But so you better love it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, again, for me, it's just, I love being able to provide outlets for people on all the events where they could just escape for a weekend from real life, you know, whatever struggles we have, just provide something out for them to not be judged and just have an amazing time away from the weekend you know i've done the lgtb pro 
wrestling shows I launched this year where people could celebrate their pride while attending pro wrestling shows and all the events that I do. I work with a group called Vet Ticks where we give free tickets away to the vets and their families. Connecticut will be be one at my at the Boardwalk Buds, which was my uh, cannabis convention. We had 600 vets all come in for free. And what was cool about that is, so I didn't make any money at the door, but my vendors did. You know, you know, they the vets spent money on the vendor tables and stuff like that. So I was able to give back, and also my partners, who are, you know, vendors are super important to any business. You know, they made a return on that kind of stuff. So I'm going to ask you one of the hard hitting questions here because I know Dave's been dying to ask it. It's off topic, Uh-oh. but what kind of food truck do you have? <laughs> what kind of food truck? Yeah, I heard you mention food truck in there, and it kind of went by. And as someone who is a firm believer that some of the best food you can get is from food trucks, yeah, I'm just a little curious. And yeah, it must so, be tough too. Like right now after COVID, like that's why I'm kind of curious. Yeah, how these? How's that going? How do you- so yeah, so I actually run the food truck festivals themselves. I'm oh, not, okay. I'm not, yeah, I'm not the owner of the food truck, but you know, at the at the Boardwalk Buds, which was amazing. You know, everybody's having a good time and you know, sampling their activities, and of course, you get you're hungry. So yeah, yeah. a little bit munchies, maybe. Great yeah, yeah. promotion. Exactly, <laughs> the munchies. So and that's what we called it. It was called Main Street Munchies. So you left our convention, you left our convention space, and you went right out to the food truck festival, and you're talking everything from Spanish food to you seafood to uh, there's a place from Maryland that came up with crab cakes. You know, really, I think we had 22 food trucks at that festival. In September, I'm hoping to have about 30 at that food truck festival as well. And again, again, just like the wrestling, you want a food truck with something for everybody. You know, again, it's the variety because, you know, people will sample a couple food trucks per day or, you know, come back the next day and try a couple more. So again, variety is key with, with everything as we're talking about. You know, I was just going to ask too, like as an entrepreneur, you know, you've got all these different venues and different ventures you're working on is there like goals you have set for yourself like in a year or are they bigger goals like how's that work so my goal in wrestling right now is to take my IWTV product and get that to cover the costs of about half of the show and second goal is to hit three more states within the next year so again continuing to build that circus tour and i don't have any states in mind particularly yet that's still something i'm working on but to get from new jersey to pa to connecticut in one year which is what we did that was a one-year process is pretty exciting so to add a couple more to that it would really really be thrilling and last year i only hope to run three shows this year and i'm running one to two shows a month now this year so pretty exciting that things happen that fast chad you've been great anything else you want to promote and also you can hit us with social media as well wtv.live you search standalone wrestling my channel will come up and i also have product uh, from other companies that i uh, have good relationships with company in cape may is going to debut called sure star wrestling and they'll be on my iwtv channel project codename wrestling is on my channel swf iwa and project codename wrestling and BWF, Bronx Wrestling Federation. So not only can you see my products, but you can see other promoters that, you know, that again, I'm doing this to help bring their brand to other people as well. So it's a great channel to check out. IWTV is only $10 a month and has more wrestling content than any other product that, that there is out there. As far as tickets, you could go to my Atlantic City events at the Anchor Rock Club. It's TIXR.com. It's a private ticket site, Tixer.com. And my event, Bright for All the Other Events, including the Connecticut event, is foundationofwrestling.com. And that's on Eventbrite. No, 
foundationofwrestling.eventbrite.com. All right. I didn't see it. We actually have your social media right above, so this will all come out. Awesome. Chad, again, thank you so much, and we really appreciate you coming up here to our neck of the woods, too. But thank you for being a part of this, Chad. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also that's working fans wrestling pod at gmail.com follow us on instagram working fans wrestling underscore pod and then as always please continue to listen to us on anchor.fm google podcast spotify breaker overcast pocket cast radio public all your major platforms if you're following us on apple podcast which we are also on now and youtube please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating it helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week 